0: hello and welcome to this week's episode of the help on the way podcast where we are featuring may 17th 1981 from the onondaga county war memorial in syracuse new york I am your co-host, The Game, here with my fellow co-host, Nob and Fig. Uh, let's give them an old Onondaga County hello, friends. Onondaga County hello, friends.
1: I uh, think they just say hello up there.
0: Is that all they say up there? No, I, upsta- I think they
1: was, open uh,
2: it with Onondaga County, just in case anybody <laughs> forgets where they are.
1: Well, it, it brings up something, and I think Bobby does this on every uh, Minglewood, but it, for some reason it just hit me. It was like... uh couple shots of whiskey these upstate phillies start looking good because it being upstate new york and everyone goes crazy yes. and it's like it's such a backhanded compliment <laughs> i know right? it's like, after they just a like shots, yeah. look look
2: yeah. <laughs> as someone who lives in the city the 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 people of upstate new york are so starved the people of new york city go nuts when you just say the words new york city while performing Imagine like how City. it feels to be upstate New York, which doesn't have a bunch of songs about how cool you are. They lose their fucking minds. It doesn't even it does not even occur to them that it's a negative reference. They're just happy to hear the word upstate by someone with
1: fifty million dollars or whatever. I would say it's true to form though, because I think Bobby is a low key troll. I don't yeah. think he would I don't think he would disagree. But I think he no, probably no, no, gets no, no, no. a hoot out of everyone, you know, not getting that he's actually dissing them. It's true. In song form.
0: He definitely gets a hoot. Oh that's, absolutely. That's definitely. That's that's definitely He's been doing it for fifty years, so yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> moving on and okay. opening up our podcast with the uh channel six news segment, we have two um important matters to discuss this evening. Uh first and foremost, uh one Phil Lesh has reached out to the good folks of Reddit. What? And all deadheads. Uh and he um is looking for, I believe, listeners and guests and content for his brand new The Phil Zone podcast. Uh Nob, you're the one that brought this lovely post to my attention. Um, any more you can share about this? Oh, a, a little. Um, <laughs> yeah, Phil's been starting
2: some uh, some social media presence. He's announced Ooh. a podcast. There was the previously announced uh, The NeverEnding Dark Star and the Terrapin Clubhouse YouTube channel all together. Um, it, it seems like this is the direction that we are going with for Phil. Um yeah, the, it's still early days. The podcast hasn't been released yet, but they made a post asking for stories and things along those lines, so it'll be neat to see where that goes. And, and by me, I, I could... mean we're we're going to fight them because there can only be one Grateful Dead podcast on the internet and it's us.
1: Yeah, there's 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 no
0: room for anybody else. There's
2: no other Grateful Dead podcast besides The Help on the Way Pod. <laughs>
0: I'm not. I'm not casting judgment when I make this next statement. Uh oh! But that's how people cast judgment. Yeah. You know, don't you think you should have the content before you decide <laughs> to start the podcast? Uh. Like. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. I don't
2: know. I don't know you know, if you remember. I mean, how if you're we Phil, started you started
1: this podcast. Well, no, this podcast works because there's unlimited content. That's the only reason this podcast can work. Or, or. That's true. Hopefully, hopefully, it works, audience. If, if, uh, if you have something to say, please uh, email us. This is um, not working. Please let us know. If it's not working, <laughs> yeah, either just like pause right here or uh, give us a, yeah, give episode us a quick email. Episode yeah. 103
2: is going to be when we totally re steer the ship. <laughs> We're going to make some major structural changes.
1: It's just going to be knob stand up comedy at this point. Um, oh well, if I could lobby uh, the good people at the Field Zone podcast uh, for our friend Nob. I think Nob, you would be an excellent, okay, uh, guest on the on Thank the Philzone. I'd have yeah. What would you say I've... if you're on the Field Zone?
2: Oh man, I I have would never. You... God. I don't know. I've never considered like actually having a conversation with a member of the Grateful Dead, just because it's like I don't know what what would you ask Godzilla. I don't know. I'm never going to meet Godzilla. I'm never going to ask oh, Godzilla Oh, don't say questions. that, knob.
3: Okay, aim well, for, maybe someday I'll meet
2: Godzilla. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm scared. We we throw out this reference a lot. I'm scared I would get a little too Chris Farley's show. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Like, you remember Bucks of Rain? <laughs> that was awesome. Do you... Do you remember that time that you and, and Trey and Steve Kimmock, and, and that was awesome. Um, Did you
1: invent the Phil bomb? Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm sure I would find some interesting things to ask because Phil is such an interesting guy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, have me on the podcast. Did this pitch yeah. wow you, Phil's own producers? <laughs> I know you're all listening. It's very well Because we're the out. only Grateful Dead podcast on the internet.
0: I'm going to take a transcript of this segment and post it in response to the Philzone post. And uh, hopefully this segment will be enough for Phil to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, bring you on to the show. <laughs> well, I'll
2: I'm going to wait what... until the exact moment this segment ends before I make a joke about Graham.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to cut that. Uh, I'll read what Knack550, he's one of the big mods at this Grateful Dead subreddit, said. And, and uh, he has a stickied comment. Uh, neck 550 says, if anyone is wondering if this post is real, it is the producers of Phil's new podcast, the Phil zone reached out to us here at our grateful dead and are giving Redditors a chance to chat with Phil Lesh himself on his new podcast. How cool is that? Post your stories here and maybe you'll get selected to join Phil Lesh on his new podcast, the Phil zone. Is that a smiley face or is that a, oh, it's a melty face. Cool. Um, yeah, so... I'll email
2: them the picture the of me at a Phil and Friends show in 2014 wearing an XL Phil Lesh and Friends t-shirt. I think it's the Terrapins from Terrapin
1: Station. I think you should do that. It's a put good show. The, put on the subreddit. There's, there's not that much, uh, chatter. Um, here, I mean, it was there. only a day ago. That's true. About 16 posts here. But Nob, you are so
0: beloved on the subreddit. Where I, if we did just decide to Yeah, I think uh stir this up a little bit and um we <laughs> could make a what's like the core? I, I, I think we uh, could
2: we could campaign. I don't know Yeah Yeah we We're, could we could I I don't know harass Dead and Company into playing El Paso in Philadelphia. I don't know if we could get me on Phil Lesh's podcast, but it would be really funny, and I think we can all agree it would be really
0: funny. It would be hilarious. Um, Phil Zone podcast producers,
1: you will be hearing from us very soon. Um, yeah, let's let's get a pitch together, guys. That, yeah,
0: no, I, I don't disagree.
1: Okay, um, S- send me that picture, num. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we'll put it on the website, at the very yeah. least. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's gonna be the thumbnail for this episode. All the other ones, it's been the same logo every time, but this time, it's gonna be this picture of me at age fifteen. <laughs>
1: Wait, you're trying not trying to pretend
2: I don't notice my dad covertly taking weed hits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, before we move on to our final piece of news on the Channel Six uh docket this evening, um, there was a new Dead Company rumor I saw posted what? on the Dead Company subreddit. What? Um, it is the same rumor that we have heard, just with oh. a little bit more fleshed-out information. Um. So now the rumor is, it is the Sphere, and it Ooh. is it is in starting in May, for six weeks, three shows a week.
1: Mm, wow. I hate how that sounds. <laughs> it sounds grueling. I mean, but kind of cool. Like fly in, fly out. See, that, that'd be cool. I'd do that. I don't. I
0: just. I feel like I'm the only deadhead against this sphere venture, but like a grateful d- a Dead and Company residency is something I just do not <laughs> want to see, like at
1: all. I mean, but the, I I think you gotta get used to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think it might be something you grow into. Yeah. But like,
0: I have to think like like not all the creativity, obviously. But like, how the hell do you create a fun set list for the same venue for six weeks, three nights at three nights a week? Like,
2: yeah. Well, yeah. It'll be interesting to see because Dead and Co have always had some element of projections, even with their uh, different set lists and. you know, jams of different lengths, but those visuals have never been anywhere near as intense as what the sphere is capable of. So I'm very curious to see. I think, I mean, to me, obviously these are different bands and they're going to approach things in different ways, but I feel like Fish is going to set the tone. When we see those Fish sphere shows, we will sort of get an idea of what it is going to be like for Dead and Company to play at the sphere in terms so, of how can the what? band take advantage of the technology while still being a jam band Mm.
0: those fish shows are what in in march april april April. cool (laughs) so here before you know it
2: yeah and and since there are dead and coast fear rumors maybe that means i get to talk about fish on the podcast Yeah. so look forward to that wait 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 just because they're playing the same venue nope we've made that nope i everyone said yes to that thing i just (laughs) pitched so that's the rule no we
1: can get you a sub pod it's it's no, easy i don't want it comes a with, sub pod it comes I wanna, with our subscription we're, we're not i want to make it. our
2: grateful dead listeners have to hear my thoughts about colonel forbin's
0: ascent into fly famous mockingbird you know i do think that i listened or i shouldn't say listened but i did consume more <laughs> fish content this week Why than did i did you eat a salmon why'd you phrase uh, it like that <laughs> yeah. i watched the it wasn't like a concert or anything. It was like it was the just de- dinner. What what was the what was the big song they did on uh, New Year's that everyone was like freaking the fuck out over, like with uh, the, the lizards. Oh, the lizards. Yeah. So I guess somebody posted. I don't know if I saw it on Twitter on Instagram, but it was like behind the scenes of like oh the, oh, the cut the cut bit yeah. of choreo from Punch You in the Eye. I, I guess I don't know. I, yes. And I'm like oh I'm like this is fascinating. And somehow, was, like that, captivated me. I'll send you the full show that that's from. I
2: was there. It happened a month ago. It is one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed with my own two eyes.
0: Um, and and that's and the I don't thing that and that's gets, still not overselling it. And and that's the thing that that gets the the fish fans riled up. From... I I have never
2: experienced crowd catharsis like. <laughs> The inside of Madison Square Garden the first time someone said the word Gamehenge. It exploded. It exploded. It was beautiful. People hugging, crying, high-fiving, yelling, screaming. Oh, it was
1: transcendent. And for more, please tune in to the next episode Uh, of Knobs Fish Podcast. Moving
0: on to our final (laughs) piece of information Uh, on our channel. I
1: nominated you, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> on on the on the Phil Zone comments, yes, and it turned so, into a petition. So please comment uh, if you if you'd like to see knob. Uh,
3: I'm so scared of what in.
1: I like. I'm gonna get a, a like an email from Phil.
2: Le- like I'm gonna get like an Instagram DM from Phil Lesh's people that just says, "Knock it off, knock it off."
0: This is how the this is how our podcast gets taken down. Phil gets yeah, a bug yeah. up his ass and goes, "What are these kids doing? <laughs> what?"
1: Just let your dad have the honors. They, they don't know that he's not you.
2: I'd I'd put my dad on the Phil podcast in a heartbeat. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. He'd ask all the questions about Graham that I'd tiptoe around. Oh, he'd <laughs> ask him to his face. Oh, my God. Please, Phil, if you're listening, <laughs> I want my dad on the podcast.
0: Our final bit of news for this week is... There was this fun little post also made about a day ago on the Grateful Dead subreddit, and it is the what's a fun fact? What's a Grateful Dead fun fact that you wait? Why can't I read the sentence? Holy hell! No, it's it's
1: a hard sentence to read.
0: Uh, what's just a- give the gist of it? Okay, it's it's fun Grateful Dead facts. Okay, yes, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun unknown great. It was the hardest sentence I've ever. Fairly used. poorly worded Reddit a post. Thorn- a thorn tawn. that was like the hardest reddit sentence I've ever had to read. Uh, but Grateful Dead, fun facts. um fig, how did you want to present these? uh
1: the just just kick it just kick it over to you know uh one of us and and we'll each do a fun fact.
0: Uh, all right, hey, I'll pass it off to you first.:
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so we have user beacon Terrier. And I don't know if this is true, but it's not being uh, disputed by anybody that the original name that Jerry Garcia wanted to call the band was Mythical Ethical Icicle Tricycle. And I kind of really like that. I'll say it again yeah. Mythical Ethical Icicle Tricycle.
3: And I'm okay with it.
2: It is one of the names that was considered. Uh-uh. It's true.
1: Uh, you you y'all you don't like it.
2: I do. I like it. I, I oh, don't know great. if I. No, I enjoy it.
0: The Ithical, what? ethical what?
2: The mythical ethical icicle bicycle uh, tricycle. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. No, that's a
0: so uh, like like I it's don't a little. Know... It's
2: it is a very mid '60s band yeah. name. It would absolutely it's fit very Sgt. Like,
1: Pepper's the... Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. The Men West in Monterey Center Pop Art they...
1: Experiment. Um.
0: Yeah, maybe it would be a good name. To me right now, I think it's awful. But maybe if I first heard Grateful Dead, I'd be like, well, this is stupid, too. Well, Grateful Dead's awesome name. Yeah, what the Uh, hell are you talking about, Gabe? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Knob, (laughs) I'd like to present a fun fact. Yes.
2: There were two venues that the Grateful Dead played in in every decade that they were a band: the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, and the nineties. One is the Oakland Coliseum, which was later renamed the Henry J. Kaiser Center, but it is still the same venue. Uh, And the other is the Spectrum in Philadelphia.
1: So I I saw the Dead. We like Philly. The Spectrum. Now it wasn't the Grateful Dead, but it was the Dead. Okay. I don't remember the show. I remember going to the bathroom one time. That's it. That's all I can tell you. So the spectrum had what a, was it, what a bathroom. What's your bathroom memory? Why is it so vivid? Uh, because you had to go under, like you had to step down into the bathrooms. Like the bathrooms were under the floor, and I guess that just wowed eighteen year old okay. me at the time. Sure. Uh, my dad didn't know. like the spectrum. He called it the Philly rectum. I mean spectrum is is pretty high there in Dead Lore.
2: It is. I he so, is the only person I know who But that up your rectum.
1: Way. Mr. Nod.
0: Oh, it's also now the Philly rectum to me for the for the rest of my life. That's <laughs> the greatest thing I've ever heard. I love it. I'll tell uh, you both say that respectively. <laughs> um my fun fact uh that I'm going to present to the group. Um is nestled in a bunch of other little fun facts um so the one i find interesting here is one time believe it or not jerry got so high that he once missed part of a set and got elvin bishop to play Mm 6669 now elvin bishop um has a hit um but he doesn't sing vocals on that hit. Uh, he <laughs> El- is Bishop. He is credited with the song "Fooled Around and Fell in Love" that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, but he doesn't like. He's just the guitar dude. I think like he doesn't do any vocals. Uh, the The guy from like Star, like Jefferson Starship, I think does does the vocals of the song. So I was like, what? Like that jumped out at me as a very, very, very random. Um, well, he fun. was
2: also part of the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. And in the early, early days, Paul Butterfield and, and the Dead were, were part of that, that group of people who uh, sat in with each other and were buddies. I believe
0: that's called a fun fact. There you go. <laughs> it
1: is. <laughs> Mythical, um, ethical, icicle, tricycle. Just say it. Just Just say it. Billy Rectum. <laughs> elvin is, is that a show title <laughs> Elven, they're all good names
0: um do we all want to share one more because there's a bunch here. no no yeah <laughs> i, yeah, I want to talk think,
1: about this show yeah let's, let's jump into it
0: moving on as voted on by the majority of the group uh to our main event <laughs> may 17th 1981 am i saying it correctly the the Onondaga? i believe we get on this. We've I, I, been I, I, to this websites. venue. We've been to this venue before, and I feel like I've had the same like outward discussion. Like, am I saying this correctly? There's uh, websites
1: that can help. Oh, here we go. It's on YouTube.
0: Oh, let's see what YouTube has to say. Let's wait in suspense until we hear from Fig. Onondaga. Uh, Onondaga.
1: Onondaga. Onondaga. And didn't the, even give me an ad. Oh, just, just told me the answer. Thank you, YouTube.
0: Go play wow. the... I would go play the lottery now. That's, that's wow. That's, that's Shout cool. out to YouTube. If, if you
2: guys haven't heard of YouTube, you've you got to check it out. It's actually a really good website. We're on YouTube, it's right? It's pretty crazy.
0: It's, there, we are on YouTube, and there are some other things on YouTube as well. No. Um, definitely worth... I saw this too. video.
2: I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. I saw this video. It was this rat, and it like had this like slice of pizza... And it was like climbing up these like New York City subway stairs.
0: I, it was crazy. I've never seen a video like it before. I saw this like lemon party video. Maybe that was <laughs> on YouTube. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the Onondaga County. What's War, a goat see? Uh, The Onondaga. I see. I already forgot how to say this fucking thing. The Onondaga On Onondaga County Onondaga. War Onondaga <laughs> County War Memorial. Um, I feel like there should be another word after war memorial like i realized mm. the venue war memorial
1: theater or something yeah right i realized that yeah.
0: the venue is now
1: they, the war memorial they, i noticed like, that with this project like when they go upstate new york it's all war memorials and and actually i i think i was at like a wedding like up in upstate new york and and noticed that as well that it just must be a regional thing they just name their uh forums uh for the war memorial, yeah. it's kind of cool. Royals. Uh, this was
0: a Sunday show, uh, I believe that does come into play on set two. Yes, it does. Uh, but before we talk about set two, we of course have to discuss set one. Uh, set one kicked off with Alabama Getaway into Promised Land into Peggy O. Then we got a Mama Tried Mexicala Blues, They Love Each Other, New Minglewood Blues, Candyman. Looks Like Rain, Big Railroad Blues, Little Red Rooster, and then set one ended with China Cat Sunflower. I Know You, rider. Fig, what are your thoughts on set numero
1: uno? I'm going to play a little volleyball and volley this one over to my friend Nob because I want to hear Thank Nob's you. reaction to uh, Minglewood Blues. Go ahead.
2: Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that one of May 17th, 1981, gets good. The first few songs did not make me think it was going to get good. Few songs, um, yeah, I would say this show really doesn't start clicking for me until like Mexicali, they love each other. Okay, yeah. Um, the first few songs are fine, they're just a little flat, a little uninspired. Uh, Jerry's guitar tone hasn't quite been honed in yet. Um, Jerry loses the words to, like, Alabama Getaway or Peggy-O, but, like, it still generally is working. Um, the first few songs, Jerry's definitely having a night where his brain is thinking better things than his fingers are able to play. Mm. Uh, I do think Jerry's mind and fingers get around the same page around Mexicali or They Love Each Other. Um Mexicali is the first time I think Jerry sounds like he played the solo he wanted to play. But in general, it feels like the whole band kind of starts clicking around Mexicali blues, um, which truly is just the precursor for They Love Each Other, which is the first song of the night to absolutely have the magic of early 80s Grateful Dead. The band is cued in. Jerry is sounding great on the guitar. It's all really... it's rocking. It's good. We're having fun. The show keeps rocking and rolling as we move into New Minglewood. Um, I I don't know. I think it keeps the party atmosphere uh, until the usual hiss from Bobby's slide solo. That's really the only knock I've got against this Minglewood is how grating
1: <laughs> is over and Wait. over. So that didn't that did whatever you just did uh, was was filtered out by squeal God. filters and yeah. Damn. You
2: have to uh, try again. I'm so bummed. Okay, let me let me do another impression of, of Bob Weir doing a slide solo in New Minglewood.
1: <laughs> Still not working. Can okay. you do it like you an octave lower? Do it like an octave lower.
2: There we go. Okay. There we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so just mentally, everybody you in the up. audience,
1: yeah, mentally speed that up and you'll know what Knob's talking about.
2: Yeah, it's like, other than that, there's really nothing wrong with this new Minglewood. Um, I don't, the new Minglewood's not a highlight of this set by any stretch, um, but it's good. Uh, Candyman, I really like. It's the first time things settle down this set, but it still has wonderful energy. I find this with a lot of the like slow songs tonight, is they don't feel like ballads, they feel like dreams. And this Candyman has a very dreamy energy to it, which is nice looks like rain is fine it kind of goes in circles over and over energy wise like it feels like we take the dynamic arc of the first like three minutes of looks like rain and then we just do it again two more times it's fine mm. I, it's just not i'm i i did not love the looks like rain uh i really liked the big railroad blues it rocked and it rocked in the way that tonight is really working this is not there's a couple of moments, but it's really not a night for pretty dead. It is a very good night for gritty dead. And when gritty dead knows to rock, it can rock. And they rock on this big railroad blues. Uh, it's just good. And then we get into a slinky little red rooster. I didn't expect much, but boy was I wrong. Yeah. Jerry Solo is great, but but the reason we're talking about this little red rooster at all is King Brent uh he he does this really cool thing where he starts yeah. like uh vocalizing alongside mm. his uh his organ solo. Is and- there a name oh. for that? I mean I think vocalizing
1: kinda gets me halfway there, but like yeah, I when mean, musicians it's do that. scatting. But scatting. But okay.
2: It's it I you know, it's not the scatting that you would imagine where he goes bah, 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 right. bah, bah, bah. Um or you know, I I think that was a pretty solid Brent scatting impression. Uh anyway. Yeah, Brent is phenomenal here, and it makes the whole Little Red Rooster really click. Um, and then, <laughs> I'm just going to read the note that I wrote out loud. Bobby, with three exclamation points. Fucking stop with three
1: exclamation points. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah, well, wait, so,
1: go- I think I may have... I, I was ragging on Bobby's Minglewood solo.
2: Yeah, yeah, I- yeah, they're both really bad. Okay, Minglewood is worse. Bad. Okay. Um, but <laughs> uh, Little Red Rooster was better until the Bobby Slide solo, so it annoys me more. Um, yeah, true. But I still think it's generally a good Little Red Rooster. I think it's probably in the pantheon. Wow. Um, but like just barely. I don't know. It's salvaged by by Jerry's ending solo, especially. Um, and then a nice jaunty China Rider to bring it home. Uh, the drummers are adding some nice like strut your stuff kind of energy a fun transition into a very joyful rider. Jerry sounds great. I it's just I don't know. Set 1 started off really rough for me, but god damn do they stick the landing. Uh and I think somewhere in there is a coherent thought. Fig what did you think?
1: Um I, I agree with the the first half. I don't think they stuck the landing though. Uh it really? was it, yeah, it was decent. Um one of the things hampering the first set is um we get handed a pretty just okay odd that's coming down to us, uh, on the on the archive. I mean it sounded fine. It just wasn't you know, it didn't have the fidelity of, oh my god, that seventy two show uh last week well, was yeah. maybe it set the bar too high. Uh Alabama Getaway, they did come out the gate real fast though. I mean, it felt like yeah. you were at the racetrack and like I, I think the drummers just like hit a snare and it was just right out the gate with Alabama Getaway, uh, which was cool, but like that was about it. Like It was just kind of the surprise, which I think is a big part of that song and a big part of the reason they play it first. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the song didn't really uh, didn't really wow. Um, Promise Lamb was a good rocker. Peggy O, um, I, I said it was a good idea to pull back. Maybe I, maybe I didn't think it was a good idea to pull back this far. They pulled back pretty far because Bama and Promise Lamb were both... Like, pretty rockin'. Uh, mm-hmm. I wrote that this was a good version, but nothing too special going on here. Mexicali, Mama tried, I got nothing for. Her. They love each other. I found. Fa- I said this one has a good groove in the instrumental section. Fun, though uninspired Jerry solo. Mingle with Blues. Okay, so this is where I realized, probably for the first time, or, you know, late late to the party, that Bobby's actually ragging on uh, wherever he is by saying, a couple more shots of whiskey. These upstate <laughs> girls are looking good. And everyone goes crazy. Uh, it's the backhanded compliment, but the crowd loves it. So what, are you, what else are you going to do? Uh, Brent Midland with the best solo of the night on the Hammond B3, I guess, by far. And that prompts Jerry to perform a great solo, whereas Jerry's solos were kind of lacking before that. Um, and then Bobby was so bad that Jerry had to solo over top of him. You, you actually have to listen to this. It's actually very interesting. So, so Bobby's doing his usual um, slide guitar, and he gets so high up so quickly, and they're still like... I don't know, six more measures to go. And Jerry just like cranks up his volume and just starts wailing over top of him. It was a musical equivalent of a shepherd's crook uh, that you'd see from like an old vaudeville play or something. It was was actually quite the sight. It was very, very funny in in my opinion. And I will say when I was playing this today, my dog started barking uh, when Bobby was soloing. Candyman. Uh, this seems unrehearsed. Uh, Jerry is missing lines. Uh, there were some builds that were happening kind of randomly that, that weren't working. Jerry's solo was enjoyable. It finished nicely, so it, it uh, saved itself there. Looks like Rain, much better organized and well done. With There was a decent build at the end there uh, with a good rhythm devil's accents. Big River Blue was really fun, as it always is. I wrote that this was a monster rooster, yeah. uh, well sung by a raspy Bob Weir. I love Jerry's first solo. It was so sneaky with lots of fuzz. And Brent, Brent sings and plays a solo at the same time to great effect. Um, so the only other musician that I've seen besides Brent do that, I'm sure this is not like a I don't know, hidden talent of musicians, but uh, J- uh, Jimi Hendrix can do that, right? He can play a solo and sing it at the same time. And I think that's so cool. And Brent being extraordinarily talented can do it as well. And um, I really like the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. That's oh part, yeah that part. yeah that was cool uh china rider didn't really do it for me i said china was okay rider was good with a good headlight on northbound train but eh, kind of mid to be honest with you um oh. so yeah, so i don't think they stuck the landing i mean it was it was a first set in 1981 didn't really do it for me and and the odd was definitely holding things back as well so i'll kick it over to game
0: um some good some bad on set one um oh. I listened to not the odd. Um, oh, so there wait, is a
1: soundboard, but just for set two, and I didn't realize that when I posted on the Grateful Dead subreddit. There,
0: let me while I sit here and vamp a little bit. Let me pull up my relisten app and see what exactly one I listened to because it was like. Um, I listened to. I guess this wasn't odd. Source info: Frank Streeter's Master Fob Audience Cassette. Uh, transfer Charlie and Scott. But it was po. It was a relatively new post. It was posted like in twenty seventeen or something. Compared or to 28?
2: like Oh, do you do the Jim Wise recording?
0: Uh, it might have been. It might have okay. been. It was um. It was good though. Oh I, no, you I, did I,
2: the Frank Streeter. Okay, I did the Jim Wise tape, which I enjoyed.
0: Yeah, I I, I like I like the Frank Streeter. Um, Alabama, you said it great. It was it was a super fast, fiery opener. Um, really liked it. Uh Promise Land was okay. Um, Peggy O was good. Uh, Mama Tried was good. Um Mexicali Blues I enjoyed, but maybe it's because I'm gonna be a new dad in a couple uh months here. But <laughs> it seemed like Bobby really emphasized the whole fourteen year old portion of of ah, mexico ah. blues
1: this time around mm. and um so you're saying it's gonna be a girl and
0: uh no it's actually not uh can confirm it is a boy
1: oh
0: uh, breaking news thank you well, a little uh, Jerry. i yeah. i
2: so hope you've shared this with us in the podcast audience <laughs> before telling your family <laughs> uh,
0: do there's they definitely, listen there's definitely some of my family who do not know uh well they, they will soon because they all listen, yeah. right. we're doing it our way so fuck it um uh, but yeah, he was like, he was like, uh, and a girl that's just 14. Hey, And I was like, God damn it, Bobby. That's so, just sink oh, past gosh. that part quickly. Um, so
1: um, yeah. I'd say I, Midland would be a cool boy's name with a Y. Like that'd be uh, really awesome Gen Alpha right, name right there. We, yeah, yeah. Midland. Uh,
2: I think that uh, game should name his kid uh, Vince
0: Welnick. <laughs> one Prince word. Vince. I want to go upstairs.
2: No. Yeah, Prin- Prince Vince
0: Wellnick, one word. After this after this recording, I'd be like, babe, we have a whole bunch of new baby
1: names to go yeah, over
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you call it the Bertha. fill Zone?
1: <laughs> uh, yes. It, it would help Nob's chances.
2: If anything, it would increase games' chances. But I would just give my chance to you. So
0: <laughs> Aww, thanks, buddy. Aww. Um anyway, they love each other. It's good. Uh, minglewood. they do love each other minglewood was good um i love Candyman. love it love it love it uh this was in my opinion a weaker Candyman. man um yeah. and i really don't even know why um it was like a I mr
1: good bar candy yeah it's i like... just
0: i just didn't like it as much um looks like rain was all right uh big rebel blues was good uh rooster was great uh and china rider was kind of just there for me um which is weird because it's China Rider and it should never just be there. Mm. But in this instance it was. So Interesting. Um set two gave us uh Cold Rain and Snow into Samson and Delilah. Then we got Ship of Fools, estimated profit into he's gone, into the other one. Then we got Drums in Space, Saint of Circumstance, Um Worf Rat. Sugar Magnolia, and then an encore of I Don't Got No Satisfaction. Uh, Nob, what's your thoughts on set two?
2: I liked it more. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I mean, set two is just good. I don't know. I find this one a little bit difficult to talk about, because if you like 1981 Dead, and I do, like, this is like a silver standard show. Like, everything works. Uh, there's not... Uh, there's only a couple things in here that make me go like, holy shit, you guys gotta listen to. The, the Little Red Rooster's on that list. But it is, like, everything is played solidly. That 2 starts so much stronger, it's not even funny between the cold rain and snow and the Samson. Uh, not the strongest harmonies on Cold Rain, but it's bouncy, it's fun, you can nitpick it, absolutely. I wouldn't put this on like an album or anything, but it's very fun. And then a hot and furious Samson, Bobby's into it, the drummers are heated, it's just good. Um, Shuba Fools doesn't have my favorite Jerry solo of the night by any stretch, but it's a great vocal delivery, a lot of cool licks, uh, the energy, again, Drummers are really on it in this second set. And then we go into a very fast estimated profit. Uh, it's a different vibe, but I think it kind of works. It's, it's unsettling in a different way. Like estimated profit is it's like it's usually like a like sketchy, off-kilter guy that you like run into somewhere, in like the corner of some bar or something. This estimated is a slightly off-kilter, sketchy guy who's running right towards you right now. Uh, and it's very, <laughs> it still works, just different. Some very, uh, place. Hmm?
1: No, that, that was good. Very good, Thank actually. You. I have a very similar take. Really? Did and that's you, why it's good, because Is I it said. because, did
2: you use the word
1: off-kilter? Because
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start no,
1: kicking. No, no, you'll see. You'll see, you'll see. Okay. I also I have some breaking news, I'm just going to.
2: But I'm going to start kicking.
1: I'm going to put the breaking news out there, uh, just to build the suspense before my time. Go ahead.
2: That's, that's
1: not breaking news. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm not, oh, yeah, true. I guess I would break in, wouldn't I?
2: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Uh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs>
2: estimated profit. <laughs> that's a very playful guitar work from Jerry. I, I really enjoy when the song got quiet. It's estimated as, I don't know, in set one, it tended to be the Jerry songs working for me. In set two, it's the Bobby songs. Uh, Then we get into a pretty sensitive, he's gone, it gets a little spacey and exploratory, again, it's that dreamy world more than that ballad world. And then we get a nice, like, inventive transition into the other one. The other one doesn't do anything crazy, it's just solid and intense. Brent is particularly on with uh, keyboard stuff. Then we get to drums, you know, this isn't a drum that's gonna win any naysayers over. I do not think game has listened to it. I don't think (laughs) game needs to go back and listen to it. But
1: it was short
2: drums works because it is kept lively a, because it is short. Like you said, B there's just an intensity with which the drummers are playing. There's so many 16th notes and, and all of this to, to just keep this constant forward motion. And especially uh, Mickey is having a lot of fun playing with, percussion with different pitches and different timbres and so it doesn't just feel like they are hitting tom drums for nine ten minutes it really does feel like we are getting a full exploration of what drums can be uh it's good i think it's solid uh i said it and i think i overhyped the drums it's solid Well,
1: you did say a full exploration i'm typing this out a mm-hmm. full exploration of what drums can be
2: Mm, okay, don't hold it. Without, me that without
1: hyperbole, you said that.
2: No, yeah, there was. I, I think in retrospect, there was some hyperbole there. <laughs> um, it was fine. Now I'm going too hard the other way. Anyway, then we get into Sane of Circumstance, more like Sane of Cocaine stance, am I right? Um, it was really fucking fast, and it is hard mm. to notice anything else, but. The drums found uh, a really nice way to balance the bombast of Saint of Circumstance with the, the fastness that they are playing it with. Uh, Bobby sounds great. It's not my favorite of the night, but it works. And then, you know, we get to Warfrat, and, like, it just, it just works. Like, this is an 80s Warfrat. It, it does everything that an 80s Warfrat does correctly, and it's just very good. It doesn't do anything you've never heard before, but it does everything you have heard before well. Um, and then, yeah, we get to Sugar Mag. It's fun. It's fast. It's generally clean hits on the Sunshine Daydream part, which is important to me. Uh, Jerry's got some nice energy. And then we get to Satisfaction to close things out. This didn't work. Uh, they're all going to... The, the other two co-hosts are also going to say this, and they're correct. It didn't work. I liked
3: um,
1: it. Oh, What? Weren't you ragging on it in the chat? No. What? I was ragging on it last week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in preparation. Yeah.
2: Someone listened to it and changed their mind. Boo. No.
1: That person. That, was that your didn't co-host. set up my
2: joke. Um. What I was had... your joke, Knob? I. It was fine. Um. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't really think satisfaction worked for me. Bob tries oh, to add like yeah. a pig a pig pen wrap in the middle of it but he quickly realizes that he has nothing to say that has not already been said <laughs> in the song I can't get no satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. And so he just you mean does the one that they were like, playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he just starts doing some like word association. And, uh, <laughs> I wish I wrote some of it down because it was it was very funny, but it wasn't like good. Um, I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. It was it, in the way that I felt that set one stuck the landing, I don't feel as strongly about set two or really just the encore. Uh, but I do think that overall, set two was a really strong set. And if you like May of 81, you're in for a treat. What did All you right. think, Sig?
1: Yeah, let's. Can I want to break in here with the breaking news uh, game.
2: Yeah. Okay,
1: that's ESPN.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, did I just get signed to the Rams?
1: Um, maybe actually Uh, so earlier in the podcast I typed up a little comment uh, nominating you Nob for the role of guest on the Phil zone podcast I'm so scared a couple minutes ago oh no uh, big mod knack 550 wrote back Nob would be great on the Phil zone Uh, (laughs) Nob tell them what this music means to you I want to hear you chatting with Phil too. Smiley face. Oh, I would, and it already has talk three. three pop, uh,
2: about the thought process, about the different chord changes in the different sections of Box of Rain. Oh my God! It would be an unlistenable podcast,
1: but my <laughs> brain would be filled forever. You, you would talk about fish, wouldn't you?
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I I'd talk about like that one April ninety nine run with Trey. I thought that was really good. Oh, there you go. Phil really likes the song Wolfman's brother by fish. So maybe I'll talk about that. He kept that in rotation, even when Trey wasn't around to a world where we have to hear Phil Lesh sing fish covers, get to get to hear Phil Lesh sing
1: fish covers. Please have me on the (laughs) show. All right. Keep working on it. Keep working on that that elevator pitch. Um, Okay. So set two does give us a a very nice uh, sounding Miller board. Ah, uh, cold rain snow is okay. It kind of has that magic that we were talking about. Cold rain snow is a good cold rain snow has. Kind of has it. I, I, I heard it a little bit, yeah. kind of breaking through there, but it didn't do too much for me. Samson was a good danceable version, led by some good drum work. Really great energy. Samson came out of nowhere. I did not think. Well, okay, it's a Sunday show. Well, yeah, but, wait, what show uh, we- <laughs> but but I meant like the energy. It just felt like it was a different show. It really felt like a different show with the energy, the danceability. It was like not this kind of brooding brooding's a word um yeah uh kind of uh heavy show yeah ship of fools uh they go right back into a downer this was kind of like the downer after peggio or with peggio in the first set uh some nice harmonies and a good solo from jerry that's all i have there profit was an interesting version this is not one that i rate too highly i mean they played a lot obviously but this was interesting from like a um What's the word I'm looking for? Like a narrative sense, like like the Ooh. the the narrative behind this um, song, which is which is not a nice thing, right? It, it's about like a uh, delusional, like kind of cult leader kind of person, right? Like who maybe they met in uh, the hippie uh, '60s in California. I think they're the Diamond Dozen back then. I'm thinking of like you know Charles Manson type person. Uh, Bobby does a good job illustrating uh, the main character's delusions. Uh, He started, like, repeating with a very flat affect, like a ruminating psychotic. Um, So he wasn't singing the verses. He was kind of just, like, almost just kind of ruminating on them. It was very interesting. I've never heard him do that before. Uh, We get, you know, some noodling at the end. There's an interesting spontaneous build that happens, but unfortunately it doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, And then a couple minutes later, they uh, do an organic segue into He's Gone, which I wrote had a nice hula dance vibe. Like, it kind of had, like, a Hawaiian feel to it. It was interesting. Uh, Jerry was in fine voice for this one. The other one was very short. I don't think I've heard of the other one this short. But I guess, did it go into... Where was drums?
2: Yeah, drums was right after the other one.
1: Oh, okay. So it was the other one plus, plus drums. Yeah. Uh, Saint, I don't have anything for. Worf, I don't have anything for. Sugar Max was really good. Uh, very powerful. Bob was singing great. And Satisfaction was actually a lot of fun. Actually, I actually liked what Bob was doing. He was scat singing try, try, try um and that was cool i don't know he made it fun he made it work um i think he's definitely up there for my mother trucker for the night game (laughs) what were your thoughts uh cold rain snow
0: i enjoyed uh i really enjoyed samson delilah ship and ship of fools was good estimated good he's gone good uh the other one it's kind of okay for me uh you were correct i absolutely skipped drums in space Save Circumstance was good. Warfrat was good. Uh, Sugar Banks also good. Uh, I did not like Satisfaction at all. Huh. You were not that. satisfied. I was unsatisfied. Yeah. If they sang Unsatisfaction, I would have enjoyed that. <laughs> um, no, I was... Um, Are you saying is... that you couldn't get No Satisfaction? I do believe you... that I am. Are you doubling the <laughs> negative there? Yes. Um, for some reason this show kind of surprised me. Um I don't really think too much about 1981 shows.
2: Um oh uh, you guys gotta listen to more May 81. I think this is our second May 81 show we've had on the pod this year, and it's was, it's a good one. Yeah,
1: this was really good. I um I didn't like it. No, sir. What I, did. I didn't like it. This was what? not one that appealed to me. This was what? not a show, yeah. So give me, me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know.
0: Well, so I guess let's just let's just go into this, um, Fig. So I guess this does not make your book of the dead.
1: No, and I'd be shocked. I mean, I would think you would just be contrarian uh, if someone said it would.
0: No, it, no,
2: it also doesn't make mine. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked at, at Fig using the word dislike. But no, this doesn't make my book of the dead. Yeah,
1: Sa- same as well for me. Um, well, j- just wait until uh, next week's show when that gets revealed. Oh, good. Don't scroll down. Um, oh, good. Which set would you like to prefer,
0: uh to feature? Uh knob, set 1 or set 2? Oh, set 2 because it was the better set. <laughs> it was the better one. Uh figs, set 1 or set 2? Two? Agree, 2. Uh I'm going to go with one, but two wins. So, ah, set 2 okay. is coming oh, up next. Um,
2: yeah, but also dear beloved listener you, yes you. The girl reading this, um, please listen to the
0: little red rooster. You won't regret it. Ooh, maybe I can put
1: from rooster. No,
0: no, no, no We vote. It's
1: it's okay. fair.
2: We lost fair and square. But <laughs> and also, rooster is pretty early. Rooster, yeah. head. give it a give it a listen.
0: Uh, MVP. Uh, or actually, it's the mother trucker. Uh I'll kick off this voting. Uh, I want to go Brent. Um, that's Good probably answer. a, a cheap vote for me, but uh he was great on this night. So Brent Midland, absolutely gets think about it, Mrs. Uh, game.
1: I I like it, but I don't know if Mrs. Game. I think is it's cr- I think it's really cool. Like the Y, the Y really works. Myd, Yeah, they're very on fleek. Yeah, there's gonna be
2: five different Midlands in his class, all spelled differently.
0: That's I just <laughs> posted it. I just posted in our That's private the,
1: chat what the uh, what the leading name is at the moment. What? That I won't say just in case there is wow. uh, i I think we got a show title. It's gonna be five different <laughs> midlets. <laughs> uh Fig, who is your show mother trucker? Uh Bobby was my mother trucker. And even with no. what he
2: did to Little Red Rooster. <laughs>
1: What's that <laughs> too, Bobby? <laughs> what he did to New Minglewood Blues. He was so bad that he made Jerry do an epic <laughs> Cell phone, right. epic takedown, as I should say.
2: I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna give it to Mickey Hart. Um, oh, yeah. This is a night where I was generally impressed with what the drummers were doing, and I could give it to both of them. But I think, especially with what drums provided, uh, Mickey was having a very on night, very playful, very
0: fun all right we do have it looks like two reddit comments here um i'll kick off the first one by our friend jwg3 uh still coming down from last week's absolute heater don't have much to say about this one, so my review is going to be a little less knobby and a little more figgy, if you catch my
1: drift. Uh, set one. I actually, highlight. don't catch that drift, JWG3. If you could, this is figs here talking. If you could uh, elaborate, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. I would say. I would say. Yeah, I get this, it. See, I would say this is more how I do it
0: personally. I, I would agree with that. I would. <laughs> That's fair. I just didn't want to nitpick our beloved, loyal viewer. <laughs> Um so uh JWG3's highlights for set one included New Minglewood, Candyman, Little Red Rooster, and China Rider. And his set two highlights consisted of He's Gone, The Other One, and Saint of Circumstance. Uh and who wants to take the Wait, you didn't final... finish it. Oh, don't get too excited, though. I did indeed listen to drums in space, as self-respecting heads always do.
1: Oh, JWG three getting some uh, some daggers in. I
0: disagree with the self-respecting <laughs> part, but
1: that's neither here
0: nor there. All right, uh, thank you, JWG three. Wants- <laughs> yes, thank you, good sir. Uh, who wants to take the final Reddit comment?
3: Knob. Yeah, southern I can accent. Read it.
0: southern accent. Southern
1: accent.
2: Is that what we've decided? The American hey. South, yes. Last show of my first whole <laughs> tour. It was snowing a bit after, and I was thrilled to sell every tie-dye I had afterwards, mostly to cold heads who needed a liar. A lot of adventures and a few misadventures. 5.6 five, and 5.16 were the shows that really stood out. This one was solid, though.
0: All right, now yeah, can you do it in a it Southern a forced, Italian going. accent, please?
2: Mamma mia, this was the spicy meat of all. Um
0: straight from the boot. Um all right, next week. Oh Jesus. Next <laughs> I week right is our season 2 Ooh. finale. Uh and we are going out on a fizzle. For fuck. Uh, a fizzle. Uh, 94 uh,
1: can can absolutely no, uh, surprise not this you. one. Not this one probably.
2: You haven't heard it. Have you heard it? yeah this is the one this is the one it's a cosmic charlie tease yeah at the end of the other one jerry starts playing the intro to cosmic charlie and everyone goes nuts because holy because there had been like a campaign or something charlie because they hadn't played it since 1976 and the dead were throwing out some bust outs at this time in the, the 90s earlier in the 90s but you know and people go nuts people go nuts and then Jerry transitions it into the opening chords of Warfrat, and people are so mad. You can hear it on, like, you can hear it on odds. You can kind of hear it on the soundboard. People are cool. unhappy with the <laughs> Cosmic Charlie Bait Switch, and that's well, one of the musical highlights of the evening.
0: Oof! Uh, well, so it's grateful, dead history. That in uh, in of itself makes me. Way more interested in this show right. than what I was. What before.
2: about easy answers,
1: <laughs> Brad? Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Oh, an easy answer set one rain. closer. Is it my birthday?
1: Uh, rain.
0: Rain. Dragon parade during drums?
2: Yeah, I believe it was Lunar new year. Or the uh, new year run.
1: Rain, everybody. Rain. I don't mind.
2: Oh.
0: Uh, shine shine well folks please please make sure uh yeah you you come with us next week for the season 2 finale of 22794 but before we get to next week we of course have to close the books on this week so of course as always please go ahead and smash the subscribe button and like and share with any and all of your Grateful Dead loving friends and family. Of course, you may find us at wherever podcasts are downloaded. However, you cannot find us on one that sort of rhymes with we don't need to lobify. That is right. If you use a service that happens to rhyme with we don't need to lobify, you won't find us on that one. However, you will find us on every other major podcasting platform. If you get your podcast the old-fashioned way, you may, of course, get us at helponthewaypod.podbean.com. You may reach out to us via email at helponthewaypod at gmail.com. Of course, you may communicate with us via Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash Grateful Dead. We are on YouTube at youtube.com slash at pod. Fun fact, for all these past weeks, if I've been saying that at uh, that plug... I've thought the at symbol shouldn't be there. And then I realized another podcast has their thing, and they also have an at symbol in their name. So apparently that's just how YouTube that's does their YouTube links. Does now. I don't like it. I know. Uh, and a uh, quick plug for my quick channel, quick.com slash the GD channel. Um, any parting words from my friends, Fig?
1: I just want to say that... Um, uh, listeners may have picked this up, but I certainly did, was at some point in the show game, you you sang. And I'll be honest, it was um, moving, touching. Well done.
2: And I would like to say that I'm not saying, if you leave a comment on that post, that I should be on the fill zone, that I'll give you $100. But if you feel entitled, you can email us at helponthewaypod at gmail.com.
0: And on that note, we thank you once again. No
2: lobbying. For i didn't I didn't lobby. I just said, I did not, not lobby.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to the help on the way podcast.
4: The boat and all that could not sing or swim was just left there to flow.
3: brush it down